We lost. We did. Like, we pumped this team's tires so hard on the preview, what, Sunday, not even five days ago, and we have to endure nonsense, a loss in game one against the Montreal Canadiens and their miserable fans. This, this was tough. It's tough that like the, losing the first game of the playoffs just hits Diffy. Oh my God, I, I'm walking with a hunch. When you put it in the way where you have to win four of six now, I know I know people have won teams have won series after losing the first game, but man, to win four of six after losing Tavares, it's it's a daunting task. Now you come in with a lot of confidence. It's crazy how one game can just swing the mood of every Leafs fan in Toronto. Honestly, oh yeah. It, it, brought me down to another level it's just tough honestly that one was just tough it was tough it, it was, felt like it felt like the disappointments are coming again that's that's the tough part and you had so much confidence and it oh, starts yeah. that way yeah that I, really sinks you back down to reality oh, there. Yeah. And, and and i don't want to sound spoiled here guys but uh this is now the third playoffs in a row where we are gonna have to go for almost an entire series without one of our core players who really Ooh. helps run our, run our team. And it's, it just stinks. It stinks. Cause like, I wish that is true. Uh, I just wish we would have, we, 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 we could just get a couple bounces. Of a break. Injuries, honestly. <laughs> Give me a break. Like, a break. The also, injury bug. Obviously, so I mean, prayers out to John Tavares. Yes. Man. That was scary. Yes, that, that was, was very scary. ugly. And just to think that his family had to see that, like the kids watching that as well. That's extremely scary. Best. I mean, Prayers up to him. Best wishes. Hopefully he's... It sounds like he's going to make a full recovery from that, but that was very scary to watch. Uh, so hopefully he recovers from that. Let's get into this game here. Josh, you had a, a point that you wanted to speak about the Leafs defense this game. And it showed up in the stats too. So going into like the fancy stats analytics, the Leafs actually did dominate in terms of shot attempts. 60 to 40 shot attempts, really good. They outshot mm-hmm. the Habs. The Habs had the advantage in high danger chances and scoring chances. That is almost the opposite oh. of what you'd expect in terms of a game against the Montreal, Montreal Canadiens. You know, the Montreal Canadiens like holding the puck, shooting from the outside, putting pucks on net. And the Leafs are more interested in, you know, higher scoring chances, higher expected goals, right? Yes. This game, it was different. I thought the Leafs defense, yeah, there was a couple of plays. I don't know what happened, but just collapses where Anderson did it twice. Just split the D. Three I don't times, know. I three times. I don't know what happened there, but either a miscommunication, a bad change. And this is, it felt like 2018, 2019 Leafs D where, you know, you're just making yeah. that dumb mistake that it just felt like they weren't making this year. It felt like all this year, you know, they were responsible. They were doing the right play on defense and they have a great top four core on D, but it could have been a jitters thing. I don't know. Like, I mean, there was a play where Riley broke his stick and he went to change. Like, it's a little bad luck too, but it just didn't feel mm-hmm. responsible like they've been all year. It felt it just jittery felt, that game. It, yeah. it gave you the bad memories of it Polak, gave, Hainsey, Zaitsev yeah. years. It also gave me vibes of last year, game one. Do you remember that one where Anderson, like Anderson, like Campbell, played this game, played very well. But when you look at the goal, like the first goal, he was out clearing the stick. And then had to come in, get set for that breakaway. It was a very, very good shot. Like, don't fault him at all. But yeah. clearing the stick and then coming back in. On top of that, Campbell was not playing the puck very well. Played no. very well. The first, the first shift, he, he fell, fell trying to play the puck. Yeah. That gets rid of the jitters, though, yeah, right yeah. away. I know that from experience. But he fell playing the puck. He gave away the puck several times. There was a couple open nets that were just sitting there. Luckily, the Leafs were right on it. So 
it was it was all good, but very jittery sort of game one Columbus kind of vibes I got from this one. I agree, especially from the like the defense as you were saying there. I mean, that was another huge just come back down to reality. There was Josh Anderson smacking us around. He had we a good game. The media so hard for them. He's the Leafs killer. He came out. I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to play any other team than the Toronto Maple Leafs. And he scored. He had some terrific chances out there. He should have had two goals. Morgan I, Riley, credit to him, made that. Oh, that crazy, was on Josh Anderson. That's crazy true. save. Yeah. And uh, which brings me to my next post. I mean, next post. Jesus. Uh, next point. Think about next Matthews point. hitting the post. No. no. <laughs> Sorry. That. But uh, Jason, you have to. S- w- what are your thoughts on Morgan Riley? Oh, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I thought, I thought he had a good game today. I, I thought he actually played really well. He he yeah. seemed to. Uh, he seemed to prove a lot of haters wrong, which is uh, a, a common trend for me. I like to rag on players, and they tend to go off and play really well. So I'm going to try and rag on some least players today. So, Yeah. just I needed to give that little jab yeah. there after last no. season. Uh, well, well, well deserved, honestly, well deserved. I think the most talked about point of the season preview was Jason just absolutely ripping on Morgan But you know what? Some of it's I deserved. I do it as well. Yeah. It is deserved. He's an offensive defenseman that can't play defense. And you know what? He made a very good defensive play. Yeah. Credit it to happens. him. And, and, that's, him. and that second goal had and to some, And some great offensive plays, too. He had some great chances there. I believe he got the shot through on the first, on the only Leafs goal for Nylander. Yeah. Yeah, they did, I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember yeah. who they changed it from. But and yeah. uh, I was just going to say that second goal is definitely my fault for praising Rasmus Sandin and saying that he should play on the first power <laughs> play. Him, that wasn't. Uh, his I know it wasn't fault. him. He looked solid out too. there. The end of the first period, he looked very good out there, dishing the puck. His no look passes are so He's great. sexy. Exactly however, what you said in the first podcast. However, having Morgan Riley out there in the last kind of minutes, I, I kind of doubt we see Sandin back on the mm-hmm. you might first right. power play. That's how. That's my feeling. Even though. I liked what I saw out there. I just feel like Keithy's going to go back to what's familiar on they, the they, first power play. They did, they did send him out there, though, after he made that little. Oh, yeah. So no, he, they was, did, he was still playing that PP1. But in the, I, I think it's good that they went with Margo having a strong minutes. game, yeah. him being out there. This he deserved time. it. Yeah, he earned that. Play. He yeah. earned that. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so as we mentioned, defense, we didn't like too much over there. How about the puck over glass? What are the odds? What was that? William Nylander. Putting it backhand over the glass like that, Mitch Marner putting it over the glass like that, and then just like the what stuff? I've never. I mean, we'll we throw it to our unbiased yes, San Jose yes. Sharks fan here, but you had made a good point. I want to hear this. I was just saying, uh, like I, I really thought about it after that. I saw that three times. Like there must be a team in the NHL this season that hasn't done that three times on the year. Like that's just how unlucky. That fluke of a play no, is really like it's good. the first one is is ridiculous that that's even a rule in the NHL. But I mean, it is what it is. He's going to play the puck. He tips it out of air. Whatever. The other ones after that. I mean, that's just unlucky. You, you won't it see it, it for the rest of the playoffs. Like oh, I know. Let alone two. Two is way way too many out there. And what we, about three? Three. <laughs> oh my god! I couldn't believe that when I saw that. Like just after that with Nylander one, I just I don't know. Anyways, um, additional yeah. I got a question for you guys. What did you think about the Felino Perry fight after the Tavares play? You know what? I like. There's a couple layers to it when I what, the way I was thinking of it. Perry 100% did not do that intentionally. Yeah, you're right. We saw it. He he tried to get out of the way. Who in their right mind is kneeing someone in a vulnerable position like that? They should be in prison. Like Corey Perry's a scumbag 100%. But 
he would not. I, I don't think any human in the NHL would like. He's a would do he's that. a sneaky. Not. I don't want to say dirty. I don't know how many times he's even been suspended. It's not player. that many. He is, but he's Work. like not trying to hurt anyone. On no, the ice, right? not like, like not to that level, especially. However, Nick Foligno felt that he did, and I think a couple other guys on the team felt that they did that he did, and just to see them address it like that yeah. was not going to lie, kind of nice to see. I mean, the the fight overall, it was unintentional. It was not. 100% needed, but the fact that he felt that it was needed and he did that right off the bat was nice to see, in my opinion. I, I agree, and I think Corey Perry is the type of player who kind of has lost the benefit benefit of the doubt now. It's kind of yeah, like... Good and, point. And, and good these point. guys, Way like, I, I, I forget who it was on the panel, but they mentioned that uh, they, they don't get to see the replay like we do. They get to exactly. see the moment happen, and that's it, and that's what's stuck in their head for the entire time, the, the 10 minutes that John Tavares was on the ice for. It was... It, the emotions were brewing for them, and I, I, I completely respect that Felino did that, and I'm happy that he did that, actually, because like, like you said, I'm sure there were other players who probably felt the same way. And I think another layer to it is, you know, Felino go, goes on the ice, he lines up against Perry, you address it right after the injury happens, it's terrible, and then it's done for the game. You know, you fight him, and that's it. We play hockey again. So I think that there's a little aspect of that in it where it's Felino's going to step up to the challenge, he'll fight Perry, he addresses what happened to the captain, and we play hockey after that. So, John Davidson getting signed to Columbus. Wash, rinse, and repeat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh right back where he was. <laughs> right back at her. Um, so, yeah, that was a very good point there. Um, my goal, I wanted to give some goaltending thoughts. I, I already said Jack Campbell coming out there. I, I think him falling on his ass after playing that puck there really took out some nerves. I, I've done mm-hmm. that before in the warm-ups. You're trying to look cool. You're doing your shuffles in the crease, and then you fall straight on your ass. Trust me, the nerves go right out the window. You're, it, it's, uh, it's pretty embarrassing um, to happen there, but he was solid. Honestly, when you look at the goals, they were not his fault at all. That Paul Byron play is just so tough. He falls. The puck is rolling like that. He tries to stick check, but then, like, it goes over his stick like it's just such a shitty. Situation. It was a nice goal. You hate to say it, it. was. He it made was a some nice great goal. Saves. As you said actually earlier, his rebound control really was on good. point. His he didn't play the puck that well, but I mean he stopped the puck, and that's what mainly matters. One thing I like to again, I'm not a goalie expert. Head rat here is much more of a goalie expert than me. But if it was on his blocker side, he did a good job of you know fighting the puck off either into the corner or far away enough where there was no rebound and a oh, scoring yeah, no, chance. And anything to the glove, he was going out challenging, catching, and that's a whistle. And yeah, I really like that. Couple even Shea Weber had two or three power play like one time or yeah. good point shots. He controlled them no problem. Yeah. The Leafs defense helped him out somewhat in that sort of aspect off the the cycle and such. But yeah, he he played solid. You couldn't have asked for more from. Uh, from Jack Campbell. I wanted to get into some stats here. One, they scored one goal. That's all. On Feels Carey like Columbus kind of, no? <laughs> she, like, we can't have that again. We can't. No, I can't deal with that again. I'll lose my mind. I don't know what's going to, like, I don't know. I don't know. But. I mean, it's, the power play's got to get going, too. They had chances. Matthew took the post. But when you're going to get three or four a game, like we got, how like many did they have? Four tonight? Five? So nice to see, yeah. We, we got to capitalize they were on those. On, feeding him. I was just hoping one would go through and, and find the back of the net. But, like, I don't know. You I, notice that they put Nylander on that I first like power that. play at the end. There. Switched, he deserved it. They had it. to switch it up. They were, their strategy, it. it seemed, going into the game was split the two. But give once them even Tavares time. goes down. Once yeah. Tavares went down, it was hammer that first power play. And I mean, 
hammer that first line. We got to see Marner Matthews Nylander tonight. That was nice to see. However, I'm going to get into more of the downfall of this team. Where was the depth? Yeah. yeah. Felt like last I mean, year again, man. Again, felt right? like last that year. That Riley Nash line, they, they were played primarily defensively, whatever. They did the rule, but Spets have taken those two bad uh, mm-hmm. two penalties, the two stick penalties like that. That can't happen. Joe Thornton giving away the puck twice and leading to two goals absolutely cannot happen. Wayne Simmons was a non-factor tonight. It felt like after Anderson kind of gave him that run in the first period, he looked a little tentative, which is surprising from Simmons, but it felt like a lot of on the stick, off the stick from him. There was not much creativity there. Yeah, yeah. I, the big I agree. thing with that line is the cycle. We did not see not too enough. many cycles tonight. Not enough. Like Joe Thornton was just he was he was brutal tonight. That one play, mm. he had the puck in front of the net off a rebound, just completely missed the puck there. The two giveaways, as I mentioned earlier, that was I don't know. Is Jambalaya Joe sound? It's Jumbo Joe, he plays well, and then he's just on and off. I, I don't know if it's age or whatever. I didn't think he was as bad as you as you were. I didn't like him tonight at all. Yeah, I didn't I mean, like him at all. I don't know. It was tough because once Tavares goes out, the you got the jumble on. The, the lines are like, yeah. You saw a little Kerfoot. You saw a little Thornton on that line. Yep. You saw a little one shift Riley Nash on that line. It just didn't feel like he it felt like when they put. Tavares, remember when uh, we talked about the last podcast, the Columbus series? They put Tavares on the first line, yep. and it felt like their depth was just a lot of like scrambly plays, yep. not a lot of sustained pressure in the offense as well it felt like that again yeah. tonight well, it really did i feel like a lot of it as well is just the fact that we had to we, we were forced to throw every, everything in the blender yeah. and yeah. honestly sure. like it, it seemed like the, even like some of the boys were still kind of rocked at what happened with Tavares. i think i think a 100%. lot like, it, it was hard for us to get things going and then on top of all of that we could not string it was it it, it was it feels like we couldn't get two minutes of like a play time there was always a whistle yeah. penalty uh power play uh, TV timeout, something that we there was never any stretches of like five on five gameplay, which we usually see in Leafs games. The sustained there's, pressure, there's, right? There's yeah. not too yeah. many whistles in Leafs. Like yeah. we we like to keep it like transition game back and forth, but sometimes we like to keep it in their zone and and, and hammer them down a lot. And we I just didn't see that at all. Did you game. did you recall one it. shift where in this during the season they did this a lot? They were cycling so well, they're doing offensive zone changes mm-hmm. for the forwards. They're getting full forward yeah. line changes with possession. I didn't see a lot of that this game. Yeah, and I, I think part of that might have been that uh, Montreal turtled towards the end, but like even in the beginning, it seemed like we couldn't really string string that much together. And I, I, I wonder if it's like the the disjointedness of like the play, just so many power plays and penalty kills, and guys not not being able to play with their own normal line mates. Like, yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. It's one thing I'm looking at here. Thornton didn't play nearly as much as I thought, but. Did Nylander actually play less five-on-five five time than Wayne Simmons? Like, is, that, is this correct? Is that a stat? It's saying 958 for Nylander, 1004 for Simmons. And that Pro- might be skewed from the amount of power plays, yeah, right? Yeah, Nylander played 17 minutes. Okay. So he had a lot, of, had power a lot play, of power yeah. plays, six-on-four minutes sense. as well. Yeah. So I, I think that's part of it. It's like the, the, this stuff is going to get skewed because of the amount of power plays we've had. You know yeah. what, though? You're right. That's, that's not right. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter how many power plays. He was not good. He shouldn't play less than Wayne Simmons. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't be a thing. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, what I wanted to, what was something that you liked that you saw tonight? We got into a lot of the negatives that being was to summarize the defense, as we said, um, the unsustained pressure, the depth. What was something that you liked from the Leafs tonight? I liked the second period guys. That, that's what I liked yeah. tonight. The fact that we were, we, we 
obviously what happened with Tavares, they scored on, then they scored on us almost two, three minutes after. We were really defeated, deflated, shocked. Yeah. And uh, Keith was able to, I guess, to go in the dressing room there and talk to give the boys a good, good talk. And it seems like we came out guns blazing. We, we, I thought we played really well in the second period. We controlled a lot of the chances. We had more high danger chances than them. I'm happy with how they played the second period. I wish they could have finished it out stronger, but yeah. I, that's that's one of the positives coming out of this game is that we did rebound very well from after a very tough first period. Yeah. For me, how about Nylander's whole shift on that goal that he scored? Throws a big hit, causes a turnover, gets the puck to the point, crashes the net, and finishes the goal. I thought he was really good tonight. I really he did. Was. I thought we'll a lot get of good. Who we thought was. Individual players yeah. later, yeah. I mean, a lot of good neutral zone transition plays too from him. Hey, the yeah. penalty! Come on, guys, it's bad luck. He's trying to chip it high and hard off the boards. It's yeah, like it's a backhand. It, it flips up on him. It's not his fault, honestly. It's a tough one to blame on him. Those penalties, again, as uh, our Sharks fan said, it's it's bad luck. But I thought he was really good tonight. And again, yeah, we're I think in this market we're hard on the goals. I thought Jack Campbell was just solid tonight. Yeah. Like honestly, Goal two breakaway goals. Solid. Anderson, I hate him. He had a nice shot post in. And Paul Byron, it was the, I, I thought it was the right play to poke check, be aggressive. He just chipped it over his shoulder. It happens. I mean, what are you going to do? Other than that, I thought he was really, really solid. Yeah. And I'm like, looking yeah, forward to seeing him next game the again. Top line, the top guys, to me, generated a lot of offense, which we really needed. I mean, Zach Hyman... Oh, he was a monster. I think he was good. Yeah, he was, he was he solid was tonight, especially coming his first game. Four checking, he was good. He was all around the net tonight, so hopefully we can he can reap some rewards kind of thing. My big thing was I don't think you're going to see that many gaffed two-on-ones next game. It was unlucky, but the generation of these two-on-ones I thought was good. But then you had Mitch Marner falling over, Mitch Marner misplaying the puck, a couple back checks that happened. One was on Neil, William Nylander. The Carey Price huge save on Mitch Marner. Like that's that's what four or five two on ones that I just mentioned there that I think it was great that we generated them and I think next game we'll see a two on one uh, two on one goal. Mar- the one thing I will say is that I I think Toronto played uh, pretty well coming from a, an unbiased fan who doesn't really have an opinion on. I think Toronto mm-hmm. played. They're definitely the better team, the more skilled team. There's no doubt about that. And I think if you're a hockey fan and you don't watch that game thinking that, then you're out to lunch. But the one thing I will say, they got to be a little better at dictating the play, I think. They, they, they kind of let Montreal do what Montreal does. It's, it's a boring style of hockey, and they, they really wear you down, and they, they kind of take advantage of those odd man little chintzy chances that you get. And they did just that. I mean, the two breakaway goals, it, it's unlucky. It is what it is. Um, Jack Campbell played amazing. I think that's true. He's one of the, I wish San Jose again, had him for any Shades run. of Columbus. The other thing. Uh, Banging off with Marks, I think he's done, especially in the first period. I really felt that even before Tavares got hurt, Montreal was like really, I don't know how to explain it. They were like stopping our play. When when it felt like we were about to get a chance, they'd stop it. They'd regroup. They'd go in. They'd cycle. It just felt like, you know, against a team like Toronto that's so high-powered offensively, that likes to sustain chances, get a lot of high-danger chances, cycle the puck. They were breaking up passes. They were getting the puck. Again, this is cliche, but they were getting pucks deep. Like, the start of the game felt disjointed from the Leafs, and a lot of that you got to give as as hard as it is to say, you got to give credit for Montreal on how they played, yeah, especially at the start. So I think it was after. So William Nylander had a great. You could tell that Montreal was playing that trap game, 
Uh, William Nylander had that great... He created the turnover, got the pass to Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley had a good chance. It was a good save. But then after that, it was a lot of Montreal yeah. in that first period. And then the Leafs got it back, get going, got going again at the end of the first. And then, as Jason said, second period, they had a solid second. But um, I think that pretty much wraps up what we actually liked about the game. It, it was overall... It wasn't bad. It's just, are we cursed? I don't know, man. The answer is yes. Nah, so. It feels like that, honestly. Yeah. Um, Coming from a Sharks fan who is cursed, um, you're not there yet. Trust me. <laughs> sure. Oh, Lord. Are you loving this this performance from Cam Talbot? <laughs> Are you looking at his salary and his, his contract compared to what Martin Jones is? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Just the, the contracts that the Sharks have just would keep me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> and then Evander Kane at the end of the year saying he wants to fight Jake Paul. Buddy, go fight the Banks. Oh, we'll fight your on. bankruptcy lawyer. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I want to get in specific players that you thought were good tonight. Name one, and then like chime in if you also had him on your list. I thought again. I thought Nylander was good. I'll go back yeah. to that. I mean, he's your number one from the league, especially when you consider you know Tavares goes down. It's on his line now. He's yeah. playing with jumbled line mates. How much can you expect he's from awesome. a guy who's? Yeah. No offense, Kerfoot's a good player. When you go from Tavares to Kerfoot, it's different. Was and he your first star for the Leafs? I, I would say him or Campbell, I would say. Okay. I would say him or Campbell, in my yep. opinion. I, I want to point to one of the defensemen, but again, it just felt felt a little disjointed tonight compared to what yeah. we normally see, as I said earlier. So I would say give credit to 88, man. People love to shit on him, but he played well tonight. He scored the goal. Um, I want to bring up a tweet. I don't know how this is serious. I think it is, and people agreed with it. Listen to this one. Habs played playoff hockey. Well-deserved win. Leafs played Nylander hockey. Not even the same sport. Game was a 2-0 win for Montreal as far as I'm concerned. Leafs had no business being on the ice. Might as well have stayed on the lounge. And then I responded saying Nylander was one of the best players tonight for the Leafs. And he went, he had, and yet 88 had three good shifts in a terrible game. That says a lot. I, I think we were watching different games than this guy, but <laughs> he must have had like a, one of the old games on. But the one thing I'll point to about like the playoff hockey specifically is, is uh, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people watched the the Florida versus Tampa uh, first three games now, but the first two specifically, a lot of people would say that Florida played playoff hockey, and you know they went out there and they tried to to, and they lost both games. I mean, <laughs> like you can play playoff hockey all you want, whatever that means, but at the end of the day. Toronto's definitely talented to overcome Montreal's yeah. playoff hockey. Like, and I mean, look at look at what. I, that's a great point, a hundred percent. Stick taps to that one. But um, what I was gonna say, like playoff hockey, to me is what Matthews is doing tonight. We saw him throwing that ass mm. around. Oh like yeah, big boy. But then when Ben Sherratt was grabbing him by the neck from behind and rattling him all over, what did he do? No reaction. What did he do? King shit. We'll draw the penalty. We'll go on the power play. Oh yeah. And so my side, I, I 100% agree with you on Nylander. Uh, I thought Mar- uh, Matthews was awesome tonight, too. A lot uh, of chances, a post. We're going to sound like homers here, but I'm giving it to Marner. We're giving it to Matthews, Marner, Nylander. I, I, guys, I, I yeah, had to. 100%. He played, he played te- almost 10 minutes of special You guys teams. all agree that Marner played well? No. See, he no? played six. And, I, and I'm the biggest Mitch Marner homer here. 100%. I'll let you finish, but then I'll jump in after. Just for the fact that he played six power play minutes and he played four minutes on the penalty kill is, yeah. is, 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 a, is a lot. He, he played 20, horse, 27 minutes tonight, and towards the tail end, he didn't play as well. He was gassed. I feel like but Mitch I, Marner tonight could be a very divided how did he play. 
I, I, I'm, and, I'm happy with his performance. I'm pr- I, there were some times where I, he did maybe take take a little too long entering the zone. And I, I, thinking about that Josh Anderson back check, which was good on Josh Anderson's part, good for him to hustle back. You, if, if that was the regular season, to be fair, that he's he's getting that time, and that, that might have been a slash. But, anyways, um, so for me, I, and I'll and I'll qualify the point with this. I'm the biggest Mitch Marner homer here. I, I'm wearing his jersey right now. The head rat and I were in the building when he got drafted. We cheered like maniacs. I thought he was really good on the PK. He had a lot of good stick breakups, especially. Yeah. I think it was the second power play. He he just played really well. But five on five, I thought he could have been a little more effective, honestly. And maybe I'm just being harsh on him, but I, I think he's had better games and he will have better games going forward. You know, that first yeah. line. As I think Matthews played well too, but as much as you want to give him credit, if they don't score. It's a problem. Yeah. They got to score, especially when a guy like Tavares goes down. We got to chip in with the offense there. And again, he had a, a credit to Carey Price. We haven't talked about that yet, but I mean, he I played was, like he, a was monster. But he, that, that two-on-one with Nylander, Nylander had a – I didn't even mention this when was, I was gassing up Nylander. Insane. Amazing saucer pass right on the tail. And Marner shot – he had a great shot. He hit it as hard as he could. <laughs> Price comes in with the blocker, makes a crazy save. What are you going to do? But I just think – Neil or Marner could have had a little better five on five play tonight. And as I mentioned with those two on ones, what, two or three of them were Mitch Marner not yeah. making a decision quick yeah. enough, and it ended up to a nothing. And play. hey, it could have been first game playoff jitters. I mean, we've seen him yeah. play really well in the playoffs, and we've seen him had 50 50 games in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm not worried about it going forward. He's a great player, he'll contribute. But tonight, I think he could have been a little bit better. One thing I want to point out, a lot of people were saying, oh, who needs to step up for the Leafs? Uh, and a lot of people are saying William Nylander, that's secondary scoring. William Nylander and Mitch Marner, if I'm not correct, have the same amount of playoff points career-wise. You're, you are correct. And Mitch Marner plays, what, double, almost double the minutes in, in the playoffs as William Nylander. So, to me, who, who needs to step up here? To me, it's Mitch Marner. We need, yeah, we absolutely. need a lot more. We need, we need first a lot line, more point production yeah, from yeah, Mitch Marner. Yeah. I'm finding, and I think he will. Because, I think he I will. I mean, what last year? If you remember the first game, to reference that one again, because they were pretty. He was similar. bad that game. No, he had a 77 percent expected goals for percentage, and tonight he had an 88. So, we're but when ta- you're looking at it, yeah. like you need. I mean, so maybe Jason's more, right. He hey. had some more good scoring chances for tonight than he did in game one last year, but. When you're the first line eleven million dollar player and you're not you're not putting the biscuit in the basket, the lightning in the bottle, the car in the garage, there's hey, an issue. If you got the perfect play drawn up on fourth and one and you don't get the first down, it doesn't matter, right? Exactly. So, I'm not again, maybe Jason's right on this one. Maybe I'm a little second, too harsh on it. Second on our team on expected goals. So by the, the analytics are saying five he had a five. nice game, but I just thought I, I bet if you sure. ask him, he could have. He would say he could have done better. Exactly, exactly. And I think we will see a big game from him. And then my last one, I want to say Morgan Riley. Obviously, Campbell as well. We are like just pump the shit out um, of his good time, games. You saw, it. yeah. Okay. Morgan Riley played yeah, yeah. well. Morgan Riley yeah, played well. I think so. I, I mean, Jason? great offensive. Jason, throw it to Jason. Beauty. I, I liked Morgan Riley tonight. Yeah, okay. I, I was going to ask hey. who, who had the bad games tonight. Yeah, yeah, head rat. Who me? had the bad game? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll list them off just, just all together. So, TJ Brody, ass. Joe Thornton, ass. Power play, ass. Depth, ass. Josh Anderson being allowed to get good chances, ass. <laughs> yeah. I, Plain I and mean, simple. I thought Brody, Brody had a couple turnovers tonight. He was brutal. He, he played Turnovers. Tonight. 
not defensive miscues. That play where I think it was Josh Anderson got a chance on the power play there. They had two mm-hmm. right hand, right side defensemen, Bogosian and they're both on the same side. And he he cheated over to the yeah, right side, yeah. but it's like, bro, you're playing the other side tonight, playing your strong hand, and it's not good. I didn't I didn't like what I saw. He's our defensive stalwart, mm-hmm. and. I mean, how many times this year did we go, hey, Brody played well, Riley didn't? And now it's <laughs> 90% of games. Since. They just can't seem to play well together. They will. They yeah, will. They will. They will. So who- but do you disagree with that list at all? No, I think it's fair. I, I don't think Joe Thornton was as bad as you think. I thought they had a couple yeah. good cycle plays. It's just uh, maybe a little disjointed I as a result Spezza of how. Been on that list. I'm a huge Spezza fan. Yeah, the penalties weren't good. That the penalties. Was that was you know what? That was thing. a weird penalty where it felt like, I think it was Ben Sherrod almost slashed his stick into the yes, skate of the Montreal player. One. And so. then the other one, he got his stick caught in this Nick Suzuki's yeah. arm in the red line, and then Nick Suzuki just kept that skating. That was soft. Yeah, that was, that was soft. weird. A couple unlucky calls, but again, you're yeah. a vet. You don't want to take two. Basically, one was neutral zone, Results one was offensive zone penalty. Those are the ones you could just, in the playoffs, you can't have yeah. those. So. I'm going to throw up a poll. Did you think Mitch Marner played? Okay. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> put that on Put that on the uh, Insta poll. So, Who's, who's, who are you most disappointed with? Tonight, I, I told you, I thought Mitch Marner. Mitch Marner? You're, that's below. who you're most disappointed with. Yeah. Uh, the, you know what? Am I missing? I have high expectations for him, so that may be a different, okay. different idea. I, I, I don't want to bag on Rasmus Sandin. I, I, the question comes up on that, on that second goal. You know, he got beat to the puck. Mm-hmm. But again, if you look at the time, He'd been on for almost a minute and a half there. It could have been a tired yeah. leg situation, I right? Think, he made his best effort well. to do a yeah. little diving poke check. I thought he that was did, the right play. He did affect the play. The puck was fumbling towards He was going to lose that foot race. Paul Byron's a very good mm-hmm. skater. And he made a great play. It's, uh, he made a great play. Go backhand, chip over the shoulder, and they scored a goal, and we're all crushed, and now okay. we're upset. But just I'm just asking. Before what do you we think get into Sandy? submissions, did my, were we missing any? I, I just want to say I'm, I'm, I'm most disappointed with uh, Nick Foligno's play tonight. He was bottom bottom yeah. four in forwards and even strength ice. Sorry, in, in ice time in general, um, I thought he did not play well. Played played that good at all. Penalty kill. He was okay. A penalty kill. Overall, he was okay, was but it just the yeah. fact that he only played thirteen minutes tonight is is a little shocking for me. It's uh, I I kind of expected a little more out of him, but uh, I guess I don't know if Keith didn't like his play or he just Mark the just wasn't getting the minutes. I I don't know. Uh, one guy I think was you guys all said all like the the main guys yeah. I think, but one of the the depth guys that I guess you could say I didn't see do anything really was uh, Riley Nash. I didn't really Thought like he, he kind of just floated around like wasn't he played great, decent PK minutes. I think he played ten minutes on the game. Do but, you think we got we would get more out of Pierre Engvall than him in that spot? I think you can even try Galchenyuk at some point. Well, Galchenyuk would be on the wing tour, and then you move Felino down yeah. the middle. Let, let, let's let's play. save the lines later. Let, yeah. Let's just okay. let, maybe, maybe yeah. let's just. I, go. I agree with that though. I thought I thought Nash looked a little sluggish. Might be, and yeah. he, to be fair, he hasn't played in a couple of months, but a, a couple of plays off his stick, a little lazily, like maybe. But could've... you knew that, and you put him into the lineup. It's anyways. true, but I, I just I don't know. He looked sluggish to me, yeah. and I agree with what Mark said. Could have been better. So but... some submissions for best and worst that I posted: Andrew Kills, Sid Campbell, William Nylander, best. Biased on William, obviously. He's right. He said Thornton Marner worst, and then adding in that we need more from Matthews. Wow. Andrew Gordo kills <laughs> calling out Austin Matthews. Uh, we got, I love it. He's, no, that, that, that doesn't hit the inside post. That goes in. That's yeah, we, it's we, a different we're talking. Story. Or Marner scores that yeah. two on one. I know. but I got one. Campbell played the best, not 
sure who shit the bed. LOL. He's Campbell, I, I think everyone he's agrees. Little, he's we, we got hugger, so. for. There's a lot of narrative about Campbell's first game in the playoffs. He played well. We're confident in him. Let's roll no, him the rest of the series. No problem. A, such a bullshit narrative. Yeah. Uh, then we got one more, one last one. Best thirty-four eighty-eight. This is from Dave Miniacci. You guys know him? Oh yeah, yeah. Thornhill bus, same Mike. Yeah, represent. There we go. Best thirty-four slash eighty-eight, worst thirty-eight. Harsh assessment, but was beat on both goals. Oh wow, that's interesting. Was he beat on the first one too? I don't think away. so. I don't. It was Bogosian and him on the on the it on was the, the ice. It was a quick change. Uh, Bogosian, right, got, right, quick change. Yeah, Bogosian got beat, but he was on. Yeah. I, I mean, again, I brought it up, right? What do you think of Sandine? So, I mean, people are thinking it, but we may disagree. But all right. Those are three good submissions I there. Agree. I think everyone thinks Nylander and Campbell oh, played well. we got obviously. one more from Yorda Ute. I don't know who. Uh, he said, best Nylander, worst Jumbo. Seems like everyone just loves to razzle my boy Joe. Uh, it was tough. It happens during the year. There was a point yeah. where literally 90% of Leafs Nation was saying, scratch him, scratch him, scratch him. I was in that, I was in that cohort because he's old and he needed a rest. But and just... To recuperate kind of thing. I think he'll he'll come back and he'll have a strong game. He is a good player still. However, it depends on which day you catch him, it seems. Yeah, and I think that was like him in San Jose in the playoffs a lot too. You saw him disappear a little bit. Like he's also forty two years old. That's that's the tough the tough part. I mean, he is up there in age. He doesn't look as fast as Matthews Martin. I think we all know that. Um, but his passing ability is some of the best in the game and you he still has it. Uh you're gonna have these bad games, I think, with him, but you got to be comfortable rolling him out on PP one there. Like it's, it's kind of a no brainer until it's not. I, and, I, and I just want to reiterate that we should always, we should still, we should be considering that I'm sure the Leafs had a plan going into this game and Tavares getting two hurt. minutes yeah, in, yeah, it just yeah. throws it out the yeah. window. So it's, it, I, yeah. I don't want to be too critical on anyone yeah. for this game in particular, because it was just kind of one of those crazy, crazy games where just something happened that completely turns everything on its head and you just kind of have to, go on the fly and hope for the best. And I think that's what the Leafs did tonight. And they just didn't come out on top. All right. I'm going to throw up this Insta poll. Do you guys want to do a quick rundown of, uh, no, nah, never mind. I was going to say each line, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I think no. biggest thing is what happens going forward. Yeah, who draws that's, in? Who draws in? What do you guys what think? What happens? Um, in terms of who draws in, I think based off recent performance, I'm just top of my head, uh, Pierre Engvall. I think really? Pierre Engvall draws in. I thought he was playing very well. Was putting up points, especially too. We all know what Pierre Engvall is after you, you give him a little kick in the ass and sit him down. He's a beast and he scores goals. So I think that speed that's that speed will really help the Leafs there. And I think putting him on that third line or even maybe even the fourth line could benefit from some speed injection there will really help the Leafs. I think Alex Galchenyuk is a possibility. However, I only get one submission for this. Who who would move up to the second line and play center in that scenario? Then uh, it would be Alex Kerfoot. Kerfoot. Okay, hundred. I think that's okay. probably the most likely yeah. option. Yeah, I think a hundred percent Kerfoot has to move up. Mm-hmm. I almost didn't post that. That would be embarrassing. Uh, didn't think anyone was particularly. Can bad. I make two Campbell suggestions, or is that crazy town? I know. I know the head rat only made one, but I think. We scored one goal. Okay. Pierre Engvall is a good player. He's more of a defensive specialist than an offensive specialist. A guy I was really impressed with this year was Adam Brooks. He's a centerman as well. You know, Keith is comfortable playing him at center because he played him at center ahead of Spezza. He moved Spezza to the wing for him. 
So I think maybe we see Brooks draw in the lineup. I also think another possibility would be Felino drops down to 3C and Nash comes out for Galchenyuk. And yeah. maybe you bump up Simmons to the third line. You roll Simmons, Felino, Makayev. Yep. You roll Galchenyuk, Kerfoot, Nylander. And you roll Spezza, Brooks, Thornton. That I think that's a, a really good I think point. That might Getting be a some thing. familiarity with Nylander up there on the second line yep. and then throwing Kerfoot in the middle yep. there. That could be really possible there. That's what I thought of. I, I don't think know. it's also possible to move Riley Nash out of 3C, yeah, and making that adjustment there. That's yep. a good point. That's a very good point. Thank Jason? you. I don't know. There's, there's not really too many guys left on it. Now you guys, you guys left me with Dennis Malgan to to, to, to put in. So I'm going to go off the board and go with Nick Robertson. No, um, no I, don't, I don't know if he's ready. You're not but... burning. You're not burning that that ELC yeah. year, and as well as he's injured right. Yeah, now. true. Okay. Well, I, I I I like the Adam Brooks idea, and if that's the case, I I, I would like the Leafs to go with a, their their top line as usual, but the the second line be Felino, Kerfoot, maybe Nash, and not not in in like a shut shut down line. Then you have an offensive third line in Mikhaev, Brooks, Nylander. Okay. But not uh, when I say but, second, but yeah, when second I say and second third, and third interchangeable. Line, I'm not talking yeah, about okay, second okay. line gets 18, third line gets 16. So, but back. who's sitting then? Simmons? Mikhaev, no, Brooks, I'm, Nylander? And then just the Simmons, Spezza, Thornton, third, fourth line. How, how, we've, how we've had it. Those guys, it doesn't seem like Keith oh, wants okay, to give okay, those guys okay. more than nine, 10 minutes a night, anyways. Okay. So if we're going to yeah. do that, might as well. So you're saying you put Felino and Nash back together? Yeah. Okay. And and Kerfoot on on that second on on like on a line together as more of a shut shutdown line or okay. or a pest line to get like that that you you won't get scored on with that line and and you can get it in their zone and you can hopefully cycle the puck and do one of those offensive zone changes the least like to do. I so. feel like I made such a good point. You had nothing to say. True or false? Uh, like I, you left me with Dennis Malligan. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 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 you, you, it's one, who said Galch- You said Galchenyuk, right? Uh, I I couldn't. Oh no, you said Engvall, but yeah, I said uh, Engvall. So just I think uh, yeah, top of my head. But, but I I honestly don't think Galchenyuk. I I, I think he's fallen out of favor. Honestly, I, with I don't. I, I think don't. I think you're looking at the wrong thing. I think you're looking at him coming out of the lineup for like you know Felino Hyman back. But I think they're comfortable with him playing an offensive supporting role on the wing. I don't 100%. think they're comfortable with him playing a bottom six responsible defensive yeah. role, which is why you saw Riley Nash drawing. But yeah. now. You may think, okay, Riley Nash was, you know, he was okay. He wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Maybe we throw Felino back and we give Galchenk the shot again with Nylander yeah. with a little familiarity there. It was like what, what I was saying earlier, in, I think a couple episodes ago. It depends on what Keith really wanted. Yeah. He, if he wants that offense, which, I mean, with 91 out, you're really putting a big hole in there oh, yeah. in terms of offense. Why not Alex Galchenyuk? He, we've seen him produce offensively this year. The numbers off, like points wise, maybe aren't the best. But you know he can do it. He, you know he's he can good. do it. He's a skilled player, and he, he he can generate offense. So, and especially with that familiarity, as I mentioned with Nylander, why not? So, would we say like if we have to come to a consensus, most likely that Galchenyuk will be in the lineup game too? I think so. I, I think, think he's so the too. most likely. I think you've convinced yeah. me, but yeah. I I don't. I I'd like to see Brooks in there as well. Honestly. I agree. And I, I agree. what what he do would, you guys but... think of? I'm just going to lump these four together just because they're the easiest lump. Nash, Simmons, Spezza, Thornton, one of them sitting out. Nash. Give me a percentage of it. Nash. Nash. You, but like, give me a Nash, percentage Nash. of one of them sitting out. 50%. 100%. You think one of them? You think no, no. no. Now that someone's drawn out, I think it's lower. But because yeah. you have a spot to fill with Tavares. So there's a good chance they will all stay in. But I th- I'd say 50% one of those players is not in the line. That's interesting. Yeah, I I think it's a hundred percent. You you mentioned Sim. Who were the who were the names? Simmons, Spezza, Thornton, Nash. Simmons, 
Thornton, Spezza. Nah, that one of them. Simmons, sits Thornton, next Spezza, game. none of those guys are sitting. Nash. I'm saying 100. percent Mine would be Riley Nash. Do they sit him? And if they yeah. do, that's kind of a knee jerk reaction. It's been mm-hmm. one game, but but it's a loss in terms of what Riley Nash is. I I mean, after what we saw this game, we want more offense. The puck needs to go in yeah. the net, and who does that best out Gal of the Chenier guys that are not Brooks, in the lineup? Yeah. Calchanyak and does. Riley Nash does that the worst of the guys in the lineup, oh, which yeah. may be the most important point there. Exactly. We all, we didn't score enough goals. We also got scored on. So two goals, right. one PK, one. I mean, we we have Riley Nash for a reason. We didn't we we didn't have him. I see where you guys are getting that though. We 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 need guys with offense in there. Maybe maybe that's the way. And again, going. another thing to point out. This is a little bit in the future. We got a back to back coming up. We could see a lot of oh, yeah. movement. Yeah. We could see a lot. We'll do, we'll discuss that maybe Monday. But. I think yeah. I think Monday. So, yeah, huh. next episode's probably, unless you have. I just have one more thing. How about this one? Do you guys think that uh, Travis Dermott comes in or all on defense? No. I no say chance. no. no I chance. say no. I like, I, I like I, some of what I saw from Rasmus Sandy, and I don't think he played himself out of the lineup. I agree. I agree. I, I, let's, I, hope, let's hope not. I hope not. I could see Keith making that decision, but I really hope. Give not. him a, even if you think he played bad, give the kid another shot. He's young. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I think we've nailed it. Another great episode. Closing thoughts. First line will come to play much better on Saturday. At least two goals from Hyman, Matthews, Marner, whatever. I don't know if that's power play, even strength, but of those three guys, they'll generate at least two goals. That's my bold prediction for Saturday night. My closing thoughts are I'm a lot more nervous without Tavares. Again, when you you frame it as no captain and you got to win four of six, it gets a little nerve-wracking. No captain, but it's not like Shea Weber is out. For us, no, it's, it's John Tavares. John Tavares. He's a, a very top, top good player in the NHL. Point of game centerman in the NHL. That's responsible, responsible defensively. It, it is, it, losing him made me very nervous. I just really hope, hope that this character, 100%, his health, yeah, is is doing well. But like, just I hope this character and this this leadership that we brought in really brings the best out of our best guys and that someone from this bottom six steps up because we did not see that at all. We need it. We need it. We need it. All right. Any other? Uh, my bold prediction is that hopefully we can win next game. That's my bold yeah, prediction. I don't want to, I don't want to play in Montreal with their stupid fans. Any closing thoughts from the non-biased Leaf fan here? Yeah, I think, I think you guys, obviously I know it's, it's tough to lose game one and the way it happened with Tavares. I think it's, I still, would not be if I was a Leafs fan, I wouldn't be not panic mode for sure, and I don't think you guys think it is. I understand the nerves for sure. I just think that Toronto is such a a better team, and yes, the better team doesn't always come out on top. But I think in this situation, they're just they have the offense, they have the skill. Their guys will show up. I I believe uh, that first line will definitely be better. Uh, I think it's just a lot of luck, and that's just sometimes what you yeah. need to win a game. I don't know if luck lasts the whole series. Uh, for example, the, the Leafs only had four puck over glass penalties on the year. Four total. I just looked at it. It took a while to find four. There's other teams that had three. Okay. And then there's some other teams that had 20, but that's different. It's four on the year. And they had three tonight. Like that's. Yeah. Marky stats coming Marky in clutch. Stock. The new Mark stats the department. Exactly. All right. Uh, next episode, we're recording on Monday after the game. Um, no point in recording on Sunday and then Monday. That's, that we'll have two games silly. to talk about. Exactly, exactly. So a lot more content there. Um, 
And yeah, another great episode. Shout out to the Edmonton Oilers. You guys suck. You guys played the most deflated game of playoff hockey I've ever seen. Um, that was really nice. I mean, no Ehlers, no Pierre-Luc Dubois. And you lost in great fashion. Guess who I had money on? <laughs> I hate to rub, rub it in, but guys, Hellbuck played well. Hellbuck played really well. You got to give it to him. Uh, my bold prediction, by the way, for the Leafs was on the Monday podcast. You guys will be talking about how they're up two one. I don't. I see them with both, winning both. Hey, hope so. That's why we brought you in here. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys Tuesday. Go Leafs, go.